I've been obsessed with the fact that iOS 16 is finally about to drop. Do you know when they're going to drop it? Oh, yeah. When is it? I don't know. I'm going to look that up. September like 15th, I feel like. I don't know. Not not sure. I'm not a big uh, follower of the news, so. Yeah, same. Honestly, I've been busy lately. But I do know that my phone has been acting up, so it needs a spanking. Oh, so you're not the only one. Needs an upgrade. No. My my iPhone storage is almost full, but it's been retarded the past two days. Like, it'll just not move at all. It'll freeze for like... A minute, and then yeah. it'll come back on. Yeah, yeah. Mine's been freezing. Um, my space bar hasn't been working sometimes, so I'm texting people, and it's just, like, it connects all the words. It won't let me press space, and if I do, it goes into that drawing thing. What are you doing, Apple? I don't know. Get your shit together. For real. Um, is iOS 16 out? Oh. Around September 16th. So we should see it in about a week or so, I would say. But yeah, dude, happy Saturday. What the hell's going on? Happy Saturday. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Uh, it's been insane. We tried to go get, get lunch today, and uh, it didn't really work out as planned since uh, all the stores have been closed, shut down. Some of them have been closed for the, what, three-day weekend that we have? Yeah. Labor Day. But that first one's been open since, what, 1993? Yeah. So that was a shocker. Jose's. How long have you been going there for? Uh, probably since like 2004. Damn. Yeah, bro. It's been a, a minute. That's why I was uh, shocked to see that. Gone just like that. Yeah. I told you we're in a receding time right now. What do you think happened? I think the owner just like, cause it's a family owned place. Uh, they probably just shut down due to, they don't feel like going through the struggle again. You know? Yeah. I mean, having a restaurant's tough. Yeah, so he's like, I made my money, like whatever, because it was it was a successful place. So I mean, do be making sense, you know. It did have a good, it it had the proper Mexican cuisine vibe. If that makes sense. Yeah, it was perfect, and like self serve salsas of all heat levels, all colors. Yeah, different kinds of onion. Like they they really took care of that place. Mm-hmm. It was dope, and it was just like unlimited, freaking chips. Yeah, you're about this thing where it's like, the state is telling us to um. Like, not use as much power between the hours of 2 to 9. Yeah, to like 2 p.m. to 9 p.m., right? Yeah. I don't know what for, though. What for? Oh, yeah. dude, interesting. Um, So it's basically to conserve energy and power. And why do we need to do that? Because it's good for the climate, and it's good for well, the companies as well. You save... Is it good for the climate? Yeah. So if you look it up, actually... Like, be like, look, why does Edison uh, recommend you shut off electricity in the summer? And I think it's like a summer thing. But, um, I haven't actually looked this up. I just know this based off of, like, what my dad has taught me. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Energy saving. Summer energy saving, I think. I hate Edison, by the way. Why? They're responsible for most of the wildfires as of recent. Like the past five years, let's say, because they would have, um, they would have towers or whatever you call them. Yeah. And they were faulty. Edison knew they were faulty and they refused to change them because of the cost that it would, it would incur on the pond. That's a huge, that has to be a lawsuit for sure. Well, I think the, I'm not sure if the state or people in the state have tried to sue them, but they absolutely deserve to be sued. Any company that has a monopoly on anything, especially a utility. Yeah. It's just. Well, they're going to screw you over because it's like part of your necessity, right? So yeah. 
And we've gotten used to electricity at this point. <laughs> Can you imagine that? No electricity? It was at the point, I think, where um, during certain times of the year, they would literally shut off an entire town's power just to avoid wildfires because they knew mm -hmm. that um, their system was very vulnerable. Knowing something and not doing anything about it, like, think about it. If you were, if you're a, a part of that large of an operation or a company, aren't you going to take that serious? Like you should be able to see these things coming, right? Like if I have out a tower out in the forest and it's faulty, did you really not think that through? <laughs> it's the difference between capitalism and conscious capitalism. Yeah. Um, I don't even know, dude. I don't know where you got that from, but I know it's a thing. It's on every freeway sign you see now. So it's like, it just says recommended. There's one by your house, actually. It says it, like avoid using too much power from two to nine. Avoid using power from two to nine. That's what I'm going to search up right here because that sounds oddly specific. So it has to do with heat waves, apparently. Um, increase energy supplies and reduce demand. Okay. No, Beginning Wednesday. Using... Yeah. Beginning Wednesday, California and the Western U.S. will experience extreme heat that will strain the grid with increased energy demands. So in, in response, Governor Gavin Newsom something, has proclaimed a state of emergency to, to temporarily increase energy production and reduce demand. So the California independent system operator has actually called a flex alert for today, August 31st, asking Californians to reduce their electricity consumption between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m. to save power and reduce the risk of outages. So it's going to be an overflow of power. So think about it, AC during the summer. Yeah. That thing is taking up so much power. If you, and um, a lot of us have old units that are just taking up more power than it needs to. So think of that in a mass kind of way, right? Mm -hmm. It's like attacking a mother spider and then a billion come out of her, <laughs> right? That's how energy is like dispersed, I guess. So if a lot of energy consumption is being consumed from uh, one area at a time in large quantities, it can cause outages. Yeah. So then it's more, just think about it in a company sense, sending someone out on the weekend to do this as an extra paid job. So you're just spending more money on potential outages mm -hmm. that could have been prevented. Yeah. So it's a numbers game, I think. Yeah, the, the weather today day. was definitely weird. Mm -hmm. It's a mix of like, I mean, Orange County got a thunderstorm alert. I yeah. don't know if... Oh, by the way, we got this? like, dude, the most HD picture of the cloud today. Oh, we have to post And it's up. not like, uh, let me explain this real quick. It's not really like, it's not like I have a million megapixels or anything on my phone. My average phone. But when you see it, the cloud, the way it is lit just makes it seem like... More in person, yeah, too. We'll put it up right here. Screw it. For the Audible listeners, if you couldn't see that, you should check out the video. <laughs> or you should just go look at some clouds. Ooh. Well, no. This cloud was unique in its own form. Yeah, it's like, it's crisp. That's how I define it. Extremely it's crisp. Too crisp. I don't think I've ever seen one like that. To where you start to believe a lot of the conspiracy theories that yeah, we live like, under a dome. What if there is earthquake weather? Hmm. My God. That shit didn't make sense to me. What? Earthquake weather. Why would it make sense? How is the weather related to an increased likelihood of earthquakes? Well, I just think of it this way. So anything in like below the atmosphere is earth. So anything can happen within that. 
That's how I like to see it. Yeah, but what's the connection? I I, I mean, there's obviously what's like the a carbon cycle and, and a water cycle, but there's no... I don't know. Maybe somewhere where we don't have eyes, there's gases being released. Because it's an earthquake. Something's shifting, right? It's the tectonic gas. We don't know, man. It's the it's pentatonic so gas, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so gaseous. Gaseous clay. Gaseous clay. <laughs> Yeah, but that cloud is fucking insane, man. Mm -hmm. So you think it does have to do with the, the fact that it's just a really blue background and then the, the light? Yeah, I think it just has to do with like the sun reflecting on the back one and then the front one is dark. So it gives it that like super hyper 3D effect. You know what? I, I, I have to search this up because see, Safari is taking a million years to load. Of course it is. We call that How many fine processing power. <laughs> types of clouds <laughs> exist. List of cloud types. What are they? Bartholomus. <laughs> That's one of them. Cumulonimbus. <laughs> I knew it. Okay. Alto cumul cumulus. Cumulus. Number three is Bartholomus. <laughs> stratus. Altostratus. Cirrostratus. See, nobody knows about this. Yeah, this shit. was on like my fifth grade exam. Nimbostratus. Nimbo. Are you a nimbo, bro? Wait. Yeah, there are some incredible cloud hmm. formations out there. That is so funny. Remember what we were talking about in the car? Hmm. We were going to save it for the pod. This was hilarious. But we were talking about the concept of, I haven't said, I'm bored in a very long time. Meaning what? What does that mean? I've said that I've been bored within the past, like a couple times within the past few years. But I think... And this was my hypothesis, especially if you're doing something. I can understand maybe boredom if you're not doing anything, you're just sitting in the room alone. But if you're doing something actively and you say you're bored, you just don't have the ability to focus well. Yeah. Boredom doesn't exist if you're really focused on focused in something. That is true. Or maybe you could just be that uninteresting. I don't know. Uh, no, but I, I have realized that within myself lately is that I, I don't understand boredom. I used to, you know, like sit there and be like, oh man, I'm bored. Like I want to do something. And you would just go out or do anything, not be at home. But uh, I think I've built my home to just be like this place where you have things to do all the time. Yeah. Right. Like sometimes I'll just go out and be like, oh, let me fly my drone. Ha <laughs> Or you could just find something to do on a whim. Yeah, but like, let's just assume. I, I think it's better to assume like, uh, you're you're not hanging out with your friends, even though you could. Or let's just say, your friends are busy, and that's what you always do off of work is you just hang out, right? There's no in between. Like you don't sit at home and watch something, mm -hmm. or be creative, or I don't know, fly your drone. <laughs> so like, th uh, the Boredom. Boredom's weird, dude. Is it an emotion? The thing is, I know how to get to it. Anyone can be bored. Um, is it an emotion or just like a... I don't think it's an... I don't know if it's an emotion. Maybe it's an emotion of something else that drives boredom. Like what? Like what makes you fuzzy? What like is thinking that about what? Like fuzzy-headed, like cloudy. You get me? 
depression usually sadness anger mm. Mm. like i don't i don't see myself getting cloudy from happiness you know <laughs> damn i'm so joyous today we just have brain fog because of all this joy you ever just have a happy headache <laughs> wow i need to tone it down but no like think about that i feel cloudy right now why just trying to think about it <laughs> yeah i don't know i have no I have no clue. It's a weird feeling because I know like being bored is just feel like you, you know that there's, there, okay, there's, I think there's levels of bored too. There's this one specific level where it's like, you don't want to sleep, but you're tired, but you're also energetic, but you're also hungry, but you're not because you ate four hours ago. So you think that's reasonable. And then like, you're just all over the place, you're just all over the place. Right. Yeah. And you're like, damn, and I'm bored. Is that the feeling of bored? So we just end it off with I'm bored. Like you're just chaotic or maybe you're just misorganized. Well, I think one thing's certain. Most people, when they say they're bored, are not, not actually bored. They're just not resourceful. Going back to the point of like they just lack the ability of focus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that like what is a scenario in which you are truly bored? Um, the only, like one of the few times I can think of is just if you're doing something that you have total disinterest with. Yeah. Bored. The only time I can think of like being bored is probably at my grandparents' house. (laughs) And the clock's ticking. Yeah. And they just love the heater. And even though it's like 80 degrees outside, (laughs) you know? It, I don't know what it is. And it's just sometimes, yeah, that's the only place I can really think of being bored. And when I'll actually use it, like, damn, this is, this is truly boring. Do you think people conflate but, silence with boredom? I think they do. Yeah. Maybe you're scared of something. I don't know. Have you thought of that? Like... Maybe you're what's avoiding that, something. What's that one quote, dude? Keep talking. Keep distracting yeah. the audience. No, I'm thinking too, and it's like I'm trying to go down a trail right now. This is a really and good quote, if I can find it. And uh, like, what is it based on? I think it was along the lines of like all of man's or most of man's problems stem from the fact that people aren't able to sit alone in a room for like mm-hmm. an hour yeah. alone with no distraction whatsoever. And to come to think of it, like I've kind of been like years in the dark, dude, you know, like alone, not in the dark, but like in the dark, like depression. Q, Q Bane. No, but like, do it. <laughs> uh, you merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. I was born in it. Struck by it. But anyway. Um, by it. The the being alone part, like you're so busy that you actually like no one has no one fits their schedule with yours. They don't align, so you're kind of just always alone in a sense. Mm-hmm. That happened for a really long time, like maybe four years, four or five years of that. So it's like I had to be damn fond of myself, you know what I mean? And that does actually make sense considering the timeline because 
I did get bored back then. And eventually, boredom got me to be just more active with creativity, I think. Mm -hmm. And through that creativity, I started finding communities and we, then I'd network with people, like individuals. And I am here today. So that's like a work of years, but it's like, do I, do I remember being depressed? Eh, not really. But like, I remember being bored or figuring out like what to do. And sometimes I would just sit there, just sit there and stare at the ceiling. And I'm like, yeah, you'd never label yourself as depressed. No. Yeah. That's, I think that's the, that's the silver lining here. A lot of people would label, label themselves as depressed if they have that feeling. You can label yourself as empty. You know, like there are, sure, there yeah. are times where you're literally hollow. Like you're just, you're driving and you're just staring into yeah, the Yeah. You don't, you don't care about your job. You don't care about going to this place right now. You don't care about drinking your coffee in the morning. You don't care. Like you literally just don't care. And that's a symptom of depression. Yeah. But it's not depression. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I've done a good job, I think, at, at training the psyche to be like, you're not depressed. This is a, this is a time that you need to go through and whatever, you know? Yeah. Here's a thought. Do you think somebody has existed where they were so perpetually bored by just life that they off themselves? Suicide from, per, per, how do you say it? Perpetual? Yeah. Perpetual boredom. Hmm. I wonder if that's, if that's a thing. I mean, hard to say. Yeah, I don't know where the my only thing are. I can think of is like you were so bored you had a gun accident because you were cleaning it and you, you, know, <laughs> you killed yourself. Okay, you know it was, it was an accident. We'll take that. But I don't think it could be like you know. But who knows? You know, there's suicide yeah. happens for many reasons and it sucks. But yeah. Um, speaking of life and death. Yeah, what's up? I went. I came across this picture. Well, life it's not a picture. It's like a graphic. Okay, life and I was like, it's very interesting. Yeah. So think about this. In order to be born, you needed two parents, four grandparents, eight great-grandparents, 16 great-grandparents, 32 third great-grandparents, 64 fourth great-grandparents, 128 fifth great-grandparents, 256 sixth great-grandparents, 512 12 seventh great grandparents, 1,024 eighth great grandparents, and 2,048 ninth great grandparents. What? For you to be born today from 12 previous generations, you needed a total of 4,094 ancestors over the last 400 years. Think for a moment. How many struggles, how many battles, how many difficulties, how much sadness, how much happiness, how many love stories, how many expressions of hope for the future did your ancestors have to undergo for you to exist in this world? Damn. Yeah. Damn. The root of all things. That's, uh, that's pretty damn nuts. Honestly. That's a mind-bending 4,940. Ancestors for you to be born. Think of all the sadness, the hurt, the things, the situations with per lifetime. Yeah, that's uh that's a heavy one. Yeah. I do like it though, because it it's kind of like a, a reminder to remember your position. 
Right. See, so like I like finding things with uh, purpose like that. Right. Because uh, that drives you because motivation dies, dude. I hate that. And that's why I tell people be inspired instead. And if you think about it, you are the sum of all of those people. Mm -hmm. Like there's a little bit of every single one of your ancestors within you. Somehow, Mm -hmm. some way. That's crazy. Like what was formed? And they could have been different ethnicities. Yeah. That's another, that's a cool characteristic thing. But who would have thought that that's what it took? I never thought of it like that. That's what's insane to me right now. I'm like literally blind. Yeah, I was shocked when I first came across that. That was like three days ago. Hmm. I was like, I should bring this up. On you should bring this up. And you, I'm glad you did because now I'm thinking endlessly about it. But is there something to think about because it just puts you into like a blank spot? Well, no, there's something to think about. It's your position. Yeah. Like you're a part of a chain. Yeah, bro. And and then I'm a sibling too. You get me? Or yeah, I am. So <laughs> are we? Like I forgot my position for a second. Um, am I? Am I a sibling? <laughs> <laughs> so... How does that make you feel? Do you feel me? The one thing it brings up is like any deviation in any of those ancestors' path or paths. I can't speak today. Any deviation had the potential of you not being here today. Like if your great, great, great grandfather decided to move to a different country would have slept with probably or would have married a different person and then you would not be here as you are today so from that perspective just a slight can you really do anything wrong that's crazy that's like time travel though you're thinking about it like time travel that's crazy yeah go back alter something and then this would have never happened like how can you say you made a wrong decision objectively in the moment with that understanding because that probably led you down the correct path you don't know what other path it could have taken you down if you chose a different thing. Bro, that is wild. This opens up to everything. This this opens up to the real world, to the philosophers, to the religious people, to the... And it's like... Um, it's a reminder, again, that we are all united. We're all one. We're literally all one. Like, I don't know how to emphasize that more than that chart. <laughs> and it's crazy when you view it like that because it's like... It's telling you straight up these numbers and you're trying, you can't calculate, you can't even think or even memorize all these faces because there's so many damn humans mm-hmm. and that is just your, your ancestry. I would love to have like a family tree with every, every person's face. Oh my God. Imagine I know, I know of people who have like full fledged family trees that like cover the entire wall. Whoa. I've heard of those types. I don't know. Them I need to find se, mine. But... Yeah. You should try to find yours though. It's tough though. How do you do that? I don't know. There has to be some record somewhere. 23andMe is the only like compository that I can think of, but those, that's just I know, genetics. Like, okay, I have to ask my grandfather because he has, dude, he has books and he's been able to get like our, most of our family trees, which is insane. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, I don't know, bro. It's just, uh, it seems really complicated to comprehend for a lot of people. But I think that made it easy. Mm-hmm. That's what's cool about it. Is there even something to comprehend from it? Like, I don't know. It's so heavy. 
It's literally so heavy. It's way too heavy. Oh, man. Is it too heavy for four o'clock in the afternoon? It is, yeah. Just like our food. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, G. Um, no, no. I'm, my mind is like racing at 100 miles per hour right now. Just thinking about like everything from family to... Am I rethinking my purpose right now on the, on the show? <laughs> no, I think it's just like the ultimate lesson from that is that you are a part of a chain. And you the chain will continue on. Yeah. And then another important lesson for me is that it literally just makes me feel like we're all whole. Like we're all the same. Who am I? You know, I'm just another number. Well, Two. I mean. Think about it. You can alter something, but it's just like. Are you just another number or, or are you somebody who's carrying the torch of I the can, next generation? I mean, you could break it and be carrying the torch because who knows? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if it was good and got worse or if it was bad and got better. What is my, what is my family tree like? I don't know. That's something the, uh, the audience should chew on. Yeah, digest. What do you guys think? But yeah. Um, no, other than that, I'm just absolutely uh, wondering where the hell this weather is going to take us because it seems like there's going to be a storm in about 30 minutes. Yeah. In the middle we'll of see. summer. But something we have to discuss, actually, what? which we haven't, is our last podcast episode oh my god with robert valderrama so uh there's this podcast called the ride boundless podcast it's a pretty sick podcast uh really well done our homie robert thank you so much for having us what a but, legend i love that guy yeah we had a phenomenal time we and we didn't even call it an episode it was an experience which was insane because only joe rogan does that right <laughs> uh yeah that was Interesting. It was, I think, one of our most unique episodes mm -hmm. so far. Um, it'll come out soon, so don't worry. We're going to share it on our Instagram and uh, YouTube as well. Yeah, make sure to go subscribe to the Ride Boundless podcast. Follow Robert as well. Um, just an overall top-notch guy. who We met indirectly through Kai. Yeah. Because it's originally So if Kai's you guys remember Kai, so. Mr. Kai Chang, yeah. he uh, introduced us to him in a mm -hmm. way. And yeah, we got an episode down, so that was pretty cool. He invited us over, and uh, he had a really sick stew, which was impressive. <laughs> you know, th this was one of the few moments where it's like, wow, we're creating something real, like something really cool. Yeah, and you can find it, like, once you dive into the community, I think that's when you feel it. You're like, yeah, interesting, because we, we do our way, and then they do their way, but at the end of the day, it's the same platform. And you see it all come together, and you're like, I like this. Mm -hmm. I like collaborating. And I was thinking about it. And I was like, imagine we took the black magic out there, right? The camera. I thought you were going to take it, to be honest. Yeah. I should have uh, I reminded know. you. I didn't. Yeah. I was just like, oh, screw it. We're guests. So why not mm -hmm. go on his show? Next time, for sure. Yeah. So we're definitely going to probably uh, bring him on to the 2 a.m. podcast and then we'll, uh, and vice versa, we'll probably do a lot of episodes with him. Yeah. Just like Kai. He's going to be a recurring guest. Yeah. Yeah. And then whoever wants to see Kai again, please raise your hand. You have three seconds. Oh, hundred percent. We're there definitely we go. get Kai on. Got again. over a hundred hands right there. Dude. That guy's like a just an, a wizard of IQ. I I like him a lot because he brings a lot of unique thoughts to the table. Things I've never heard. Bro, most of the shit he says I've never heard. I'm just like, huh? Yeah. How'd you even find this? Interesting, interesting guy. Dude, we need a we need to even just sit down with him. It's <laughs> been a while. Yeah. I do miss that. Uh, but yeah, the Ride Boundless show it was pretty cool because uh, it was like a different take on 
speaking, I think. Because we're more into his his style now. So when we, we got into Robert's style, we were like, okay, we can pick up on this. And it was so funny when he was just like, he just knew we knew exactly what to do. You know, it's like we've done, we do this a million times. And it was, it was dope to see someone else that knows how to do this too. So yeah. we don't have to teach him etiquette. We don't have to teach him this, that. It was just, it felt like an extension of us. It was just when we, we got him back, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, but we'll be, um, we'll get the video file from him. We'll cut up a lot of clips. Yeah, it's we'll tag him weird. so you can follow, follow him Everywhere, through there. including YouTube shorts, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> Mr. Zuck this morning. <laughs> Mr. Zuck. <laughs> fighting his demons. Did you see that? I, who who would have thought that his, his boxing skills, what's his face? Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know if it was boxing. It was probably like kickboxing mixed, well, mixed with like jujitsu. It was probably just martial arts in general. Yeah. But he's this, trying to zuck everybody up. Dude, this was hilarious, <laughs> honestly. But nobody liked my comment, man. Yeah, so who knew he could fight? I didn't know that. He's learning to fight. I mean, he's an idiot, bro. He shouldn't. Be well, is that. he though? Well, See, I, I saw a take on Twitter. Was it, it makes a lot of sense. Like, even though we want to talk shit on this guy, realistically, the, the things he's achieved. Is just mind blowing. Like yes, yeah, yeah. I don't mean it in that he's his IQ is low or anything, but it's like there was another ad for the metaverse again, and it was just re-explaining what the metaverse is. Yeah, but this time in like a new function, and this time he's smiling and he's being more immersive with like the camera and all the stuff, and it's actually him him in the commercial, and he's like the metaverse isn't what you think it is, and he started bringing up like stereotypes from like online memes and whatever. <laughs> And it's like, why are you trying so hard to redefine this, dude? And someone immediately in the comments just posted a link to another video, and it was debunking the whole thing of, like, <laughs> why the metaverse is actually dangerous, especially after this video. Yeah. Right? And it, it genuinely has me asking, like, is this guy a demon? Is he a demonic soul that's out to get some dangerous shit out here? You know, that idea, is flo it floats around a lot. And I saw a video of Queen Elizabeth, like some interesting parts of the video where kids don't like her, horses don't like her. They like, even in the beginning of the video, they pan on, like zoom in on her face and the, her entire eye is black. Like both of her eyes just completely black. So I think, I think this is where this idea of like reptilian leaders in a different species control. Okay. I swear to God, dude. Yeah, but not reptilian. David Icke yeah. talks about it. I don't know. It could be yeah. fucking true. But... This is, dude, this reality is so weird as it is. Yeah. I leave room for and most things. What if this is the greatest Truman show of all time? This you don't know. How, how much other shit have you come across, like synchronicities or anything like that, where yeah. it's just like, what is going on? Yeah, you're right. It leaves you wondering. Like, and moments like that really take you out of your place. You're like, oh my God, I'm hovering over my body right now almost. And just like... what. You know? Yeah. X-Files, bro. Maybe they, maybe we're just trained on X-Files. Or maybe the X-Files comes from a real place. Reptilian leaders. <laughs> Get the hell out of here, bro. I cannot I'll show that. you the video, dude. It'll freak you out. Who, who talks about it? Ike? David Ike is one of like the, the first guys ever to talk about just uh, population control and, and all of these huge, grandiose conspiracy theories. And a lot of his stuff has been proven correct. Um, now, in terms of like 
you know, the reptilian leaders, you get into <laughs> Alex Jones territory where it's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. intergalactic beings trying to fight good versus evil. I, I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. See, that, that seems very Star Trek-y to me at that point. They're turning the frogs gay, <laughs> which he's been proving correct. Yeah. Like the, there, there actually has been a chemical out in, in nature where a man-made one where it turns the, the frogs into uh, hermaphrodites. Really? Yeah. I That's forgot what, what kind of chemical, but... Bro, so this whole Spider-Man shit is turning real, pretty much, is what you're saying. Yeah, get ready to see the Hulk and Spider-Man duke it out <laughs> in she New York Hulk, City. Bro. Oh, God. Oh, my God, bro. I wonder where that's going to head. Uh, dude, it's so funny. One of my friends is an actor, and uh, he was telling me recently. He, was, he showed me, like, one of the... Um, a casting call. And they were looking for this transgender woman in her late 30s. Oh, I saw that, yeah. You saw that, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's like, he's like, you'd be surprised how many of these they send to you. There's been so many productions that have just are just being stopped and demolished because nobody wants to do these roles. And I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, bro. There's so many productions where it's just they're pushing transgender so hard. You know? And they're like, nobody wants to play these roles. Continue. Let me try to find this because I, I I have a point. A point? To make with that. Oh, so about this. Oh, shit. I deleted everything. Okay. I think in the in the actual listing that you're talking about, mm -hmm. they were like, we're looking for a transgender um, person to play the role of like a, a transgender MMA athlete. Yeah. MMA fighter. And then at the bottom, they say it covers like he or her story. And I'm like, doesn't that go against the entire point of this? Yeah. Why would you call a transgender person he or her? Yeah. It's the, it defeats it's the whole a, fucking well, purpose. The whole, the whole thing was hilarious because it's just, it was a, it was a clash of a million things, right? It was just like, <laughs> we need an athletic chef that <laughs> is transgender in their late thirties that has had a story and is also a professional race car driver and a stallion rider. And you're like, what the? With blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and transgenders in all caps. And you're like, I don't I'm get sure this. you'll I don't find somebody. Testicle. I mean, I don't know. Good, no, no. My thing is just like, you're probably like, good luck. And then boom, next. Yeah. Uh, but interesting that, you know, that's obviously some uh, media insider stuff, which is. Yeah. You mind sending us out? I have to use a restroom. Do you? Yeah. Damn, brother. Anyway, guys, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please follow us on the 2AM Podcast at, on Instagram and YouTube. We're also at the 2AM Podcast on everywhere else. Everywhere else. Yes, sir. Anyway, guys, we will catch you next time. Slater. Adios.